Welcome to Creation Anew, everybody. I'm Randy Weddle. I'm your host for this podcast. I am the pastor of two churches in Indiana. The first church is Community Church of Mooresville, located in Mooresville, Indiana. And the second church is Mount Pleasant Christian Church of Hall, located in the great town of Hall, Indiana. And the reason why we do this podcast is so that we can challenge believers with the claims of Christ so that they will grow in their faith. But we also want to challenge non-believers with the claims of Christ so they can make an honest decision about the Lord Jesus. We talk about all kinds of stuff here, so why don't you join us? Ready? Let's go. Well, hello again, everybody. Randy Weddle here with Creation Anew. I'm so glad to have you with me today. What in the world are we going to talk about uh, on this episode? Well, what I want to talk about today is um, I want to talk more about the wrath of God. And uh, some of you may be rolling your eyes right now and saying, Oh, are we going to talk more about this? When are we going to stop? Hey, listen, there are some benefits to talking about the wrath of God. Now here are just a couple. Number one, it helps us understand that the God of the Bible is not just all ponies and rainbows. Yes, he is very loving and very kind and very forgiving. But for those who don't repent, for those who don't obey him, who don't go his way, then he is very wrathful. He has to be because he's just. So it helps us understand the character of God. I recently read a book that uh, posed as a Christian book, and the gentleman in there, wherever he got his training, he needs a refund, uh, because he was saying, you know, today God is not condemning. Yes, he is, and we're going to talk about that today. So, talking about the wrath of God is uh, helping us understand. It gives us a better understanding of God, of his character. And if we know about God more and more, then we can relate to him more accurately. So that's one of the benefits. The second is it's, it's a loving warning to talk about the wrath of God. Now, I don't want to talk about the wrath of God and, and exclude the love of God and the forgiveness of God, because they both exist at the same time. But make no mistake, we need to understand that God is wrathful and that wrath is coming. In fact, I am fully convinced that wrath is God's wrath is here on the earth right now. And we need to understand that. That is a warning sign. It is like telling someone hey, you are going down the wrong road, and you're going to get hurt. So there are benefits to talking about the wrath of God. So with that, let's go right into our text here. I've been reading and talking about Romans chapter 1, and there are more things about the wrath of God that's revealed that that I want you to know. So this is Romans chapter 1, verses 21 uh, through 23. Let's read, let's read those three. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart 
was darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man, and of birds, and four-footed animals, and crawling creatures. Now let me read verse 24. Therefore God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity, so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. So we've talked about some of the the, the consequences for just shaking your fist at God and saying, I don't want you, I don't want anything to do with you, I want to be free of you, which people do that. You can read Psalm 2 and it talks about that very thing, about the nations being enraged at God. We can look at the world today, we can look at individuals today, and we can see them. You can talk about anything and everything, but if you start talking about Jesus Christ, they they flip out. They just they don't they don't want to talk about it. I once saw an interview that was a very interesting um, YouTube series of a guy who was interviewing celebrities, and he got down to what did they believe as far as God is concerned. And there was one celebrity I'm not going to mention, but there was one celebrity that has been in uh, he's been a movie star for years he's he's uh, uh, he's uh, been around for quite some time very popular and he was eagerly answering questions in this interview and then when it turned to god you would have thought that you just put a cat box in front of his face he just he he just basically he just said I'm not answering any questions about that. I, 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 I don't want to talk about that. It was, it was odd. It was very odd. The world rejects God for the most part. And what Romans chapter 1 is talking to us about is the fact that because of that, God's wrath is coming. And we start off in verse 21, it says that, that people have a basic understanding of God. And we talked about that. Being made in the image of God means that we reflect some things of God. Not that we are God, but we reflect some things. For example, we all know, it doesn't matter where you go in the world and what time period, human beings have a basic understanding that murder is wrong. Why is that? Well, it's not because we're good. Because if it was an, an, an innate thing in us that we just believed that murder was wrong and then it originated from us, we wouldn't do it. But we still do. And it says, even though they knew God, so they knew about God, they did not honor Him as God or give thanks. But they became futile in their speculations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So here is something else we need to understand about rejecting God and facing His wrath. We talked in another podcast episode about people going crazy. Well, here it is again. 
People are becoming futile in their speculations, and their hearts, Paul says, were darkened. What happens if you reject God and you start facing His wrath? Well, you start getting strange ideas, and you start speculating about the world, and it's just foolishness, and your heart becomes darkened. Now, Paul goes on and he says, professing to be wise, they became fools. We see this in the world today. People are starting to have really weird ideas about life. And here's an example. Whenever people say, you know, if I want something, I just take it. Because it's not fair that someone else has it. And I don't. So I just need to take whatever I want. Guys, that's a foolish speculation about life. That is silliness and foolishness. And that reveals a heart, a heart that has been darkened. And it also reveals um, people acting, well, they become fools. I, I don't, those are, these are very strong words that Paul uses here. But we see it today. We see people that are acting crazy. Let's, let's bring another example up. I've mentioned this a couple of times, but it still just puzzles me. Where people start identify. they say they identify as something. Um, and they can identify, uh, meaning that, like, their nature. Because they say that they are something, that means that they are something. Um, people that say, well, you know, I, I'm starting to identify as a cat. And they file their teeth down, and they, you know, start painting their skin, and they like, you know, they look like cats. Or they may even manipulate their bodies, their facial features, to reflect an animal. That's, that is, that's craziness. That, that's a heart that has been darkened. That is a, a futile speculation about life. And I feel for these people. I mean, number one, I don't really want to be in a room alone with them. But number two, I feel for them. Guys, this is a reflection of the wrath of God on the world. Where people are just absolutely insane. And we see it again here. They profess to be wise. Oh, you're so brave to come out of the closet and talk about your your sexuality and how you are attracted to the same sex and how you're attracted to whatever sex there is or the idea that there's m many genders that's foolishness it's not based upon any truth whatsoever now let me say this I'm not gonna deny that people may want to act like an animal or that people are attracted to the same sex, or they may struggle with the idea that there are many genders out there. I'm not denying that, because that's sinfulness, <clears throat> and people are sinful. That's not the issue, but it's when they start touting it as the absolute truth, and you cannot even disagree with it. That's foolishness. 
and that is a reflection of the wrath of God. Now Paul goes on and he says in here that they this foolishness can even start affecting them um, in, in well in various ways. Let's let's go into verse 23 here. It says that these people that are facing the wrath of God exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of corruptible man or of birds and four-footed animals and crawling creatures. <clears throat> We've seen this over history where people will have a tendency to worship things, objects, idols, animals over God. And it's it, what God is saying here is that's foolishness. You're worshiping something that is created rather than the creator himself. Verse 24 of Romans chapter 1 says this, Therefore God gave them over in the lust of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. Now, what are we coming down to here? If you continue to reject God, God's wrath is already upon you. You are already condemned, he says. And part of the symptoms of that condemnation, part of the symptoms of that wrath being on somebody, is that they start losing touch with reality. And the other thing about that is that God will give people over to the desires of their hearts. In other words, if you want to identify as a leopard and you paint your skin and you make fangs or you have fangs inputted into your mouth by a dentist or you, you, know, you file your teeth down to the point where they're fangs and you start you know, using a cat box or drinking out of a water bowl, God will eventually give you over meaning that eventually you are not going to be able to tell what is reality and what is not and guys that's frightening it's very frightening to see someone go into falsehood not even understanding the difference between truth and a lie think of it this way think of a burning building someone being in a burning building and there's one exit and they're being told this is the way out and they continue to say nope I reject that way out I'm I'm gonna just be in it's not so bad there's a little bit of smoke but it, it'll be alright and then eventually the fire gets more and more intense and they feel the heat and they can't find their way out that's what we're talking about here eventually these people won't even be able to understand how to come to the truth how to come to Jesus Christ and and they'll be given over to the lusts of their hearts and they may enjoy it for a while but it's always going to be destructive that's what's so scary about the wrath of God because if we say long enough we don't want you God he's going to give us exactly what we want that's frightening if you are someone today that maybe your views and the Bible's views vary 
greatly. And maybe you're looking at your world and you're seeing where your world is not working. Your view of life is not working. Listen, there's hope for you. If you'll understand that Jesus Christ died for your sins, because we've all sinned, <clears throat> and because we've all sinned, we are condemned to death, spiritual death and physical death. But Jesus Christ came so that we don't have to die spiritually. And even if we die physically, we will still live on and eventually our bodies will even be revived. You see, Jesus died to pay for our sins so that we could have eternal life. And he rose from the dead, which is very important because if he didn't rise from the dead, it wouldn't matter if he died for our sins. It would have meant that he was not God, but he was, and he is God, and he is able to forgive you because he's paid for your sins already. And if you understand that your way of going is not working, take a look at Jesus Christ. Bow your knee to him. Call upon him for salvation. And guys, if you do that, he will give you the truth. He will give you rest. He'll forgive you of all your sins and give you a brand new life. And yes, your physical body will still die, but it will be remade someday. And you, your spirit, your soul will still live on, even right after death. You'll have eternal life. Well, guys, that's all I've got for today. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and and um, um, just just being here. I really appreciate that. If you want to write to me, you can do that. My email address is randy at creationanew.com. And I also have a way for you to to be able to um, message me, and that's through Anchor. Now, Anchor is just simply the platform by which I do these podcasts, and it's a good platform. Uh, it is is treated me very very well. And if you go to Anchor, you can message me. You can listen to the podcast. And um, you can also support the podcast. You go to anchor.fm backslash creation dash anew. <clears throat> Excuse me for my, my um, clearing my throat today. It's, it's uh, uh, I don't know why, but it's happening. Um, anchor.fm backslash creation dash anew. If you go there, you can see the platforms that I'm on. I'm on uh, Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on several different podcasts platforms. Um, you can listen to the pla uh, to the to the podcast on Anchor or on those platforms. You can support the podcast if you want to do that, and you can also message me. So there are several ways to get a hold of me. I, I would love to to chat and uh, converse with you. And um, I just thank you for being with me. And until next time, guys, bye-bye.